Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me, as always, is the man on the left, Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? It's good to be in the left seat. I'm uh, doing uh, pretty well, sir. How are you? I am doing well on the right here. Can't, can't, can't complain. <laughs> the captain's chair. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have on uh, today's episode? Today's uh, episode features uh, Lee Tynan. She is the Director of Online Security for TELUS. Uh, we're really looking forward to having her on the show. Uh, she uh, is a wealth of knowledge, so... Uh, Krish and I will take a momentary breather here and we'll uh, welcome Lee aboard. Let's do it. Lee, thank you so much for joining us today on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you. Uh, well, I know Krish and I are really looking forward to having you on the show today. And I know today is a very uh, rare sunny day in, in Vancouver in, in November, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make the most of it. But uh, uh, if I would just start off with, uh, if you could just share a little bit about yourself with our um, listeners and viewers, tell them a little bit about yourself personally and or how you got into the field of cybersecurity. Awesome. Well, um, as you mentioned, my name, <clears throat> excuse me, is Lee Tynan. I lead our TELUS online security team. Um, I am actually, you know, born and raised in Vancouver and been with TELUS for over 16 years. And um, so I have worked across many different areas of the business, which is part of what led uh, me to enter into the cybersecurity field. Um, it, it was, it's kind of a funny story because at the start of the pandemic, when you know everything felt like the world stopped turning and we all had to try and figure out what this new world was going to look like for us, um, we were actually in the process of launching a new product. And so I was tapped on the shoulder and said, you know, would I, would I take on leadership of this new team leading the TELUS online security team? So we were uh, working with Norton and um, we needed to put together a team to build and launch the product and, and, and drive its success. So we put together this uh, brand new team to, to capitalize on this uh, tremendous market opportunity. And, uh, you know, it, it's not often in your career that you have that chance to, to start something from the ground up and, and work in such an exciting, uh, fast-paced uh, sector like cybersecurity. So it's really been an amazing experience. And, and it was also humbling because I also realized how little I knew and, and what I needed to learn. And so I have spent the past couple of years really working on educating myself and the Canadian marketplace um, onto what's happening in cybersecurity and, and how we all need to take steps to protect ourselves. Uh, and, and you know, speaking of the, the Canadian market, Lee, um, you know, as, as you're you know alluding to and mentioning, cyber cyber and cyber risk are extremely dynamic and just becoming more and more prevalent with each passing day. Uh, what are you and your team at, at Telus there seeing in terms of sort of the biggest challenges? Uh, when it comes to cybersecurity and cyber risks, at least in Canada? One of the biggest obstacles, challenges, but also opportunities has been low market awareness and the general, it can't happen to me. I've heard more than once, I'm not rich or famous. Um, when people think something can't happen to them, it's it's quite easy to put our heads in the sand and and just pretend it's not happening. Um, but the more we learn, the more we understand what's actually happening from trends and the impacts of individuals when they go through an identity theft situation. Um, it really led to, to seeing that disconnect between what's actually happening versus um, market awareness. So we are we are Canadians in general are are very trusting. We like to think that cybercrime 
only happens maybe south of the border or maybe in some Eastern Bloc country, but the data actually says otherwise. Um, and that's been the, the most fascinating piece and, and one of the biggest challenges to overcome. You know, since the pandemic began, our use of the internet has just exploded. We, we used it for everything from working to learning to shopping, banking and socializing, right? Who would have thought that we would meet virtually to, to be social? Um, but with the, that increased usage also came increased risks. Um, you know, Canadians report, so 73% report that they've been targeted by fraudsters. 57% um, of Canadians report being a victim of cybercrime. Um, and when you start to think of some behaviors, um, we'll talk more, I'm sure, about passwords, but 73% of people are using duplicate passwords across multiple platforms. And, and so when you start to add up all of these stats, you know, over half of us have experienced an incident, and yet only 9% of us are actually taking steps right now to take to protect our identity. So that's been the really shocking piece is how prevalent cybercrime really is and yet how few Canadians are are taking the steps needed to protect themselves. Yeah, that's those are startling statistics I'm sure for most of us trusting nice well-mannered uh Canadians here. Um but my question is, you know, how how can uh our listeners and and viewers protect themselves, protect their identities and protect their devices online? Are, are, there, are there some tips that you can give? Absolutely. And and some of these are going to seem so simple, but they are really important. Uh, the first thing is actually educating yourself. Do not keep your head in the sand. Start to learn more about the risks that are actually out there. Um, a really simple thing is always ensuring that your devices have the most up-to-date software. Uh, there's a reason why device manufacturers send out the updates. Uh, they are looking to eliminate vulnerabilities, and that's really critical to your safety, as well as providing improved user experiences. So make sure that you are taking the time as soon as that update comes out to update your devices. Passwords, as I mentioned, is a really, really big thing. We need to create complex and unique passwords across every login. Again, as I mentioned, 73% of Canadians or people in general are using duplicate passwords because there's just so many, right? There's so many logins and passwords and how do you keep them all straight? And so using something like a password manager can help keep those straight and allow you to create more complex and unique passwords. So that's a really important piece. Um, being on top of if you've actually been exposed to a data breach. Um, so one of the things, if you haven't done it before, and I would encourage both of you to do a dark web scan. Um, on telus.com slash dark web, we offer a free dark web scan uh, to Canadians to help determine if any of your information has been compromised. The first time I did a dark web scan, I had five vulnerabilities that I had no idea about. So getting insight into that, so do a dark web scan. And the important thing to remember from a cybersecurity perspective is even if you do everything right, every business or app or loyalty program that you interact with has a piece of your information. And so if there is, if they are breached, your information is at risk. So you need to actually see what's happening because that, that initial breach is the start of that identity theft risk. Uh, with TELUS Online Security, we actually proactively monitor the dark web to let you know if any of your personal information has been compromised. We also share some additional details than the free version is, but at minimum, you should be on top of, have I been impacted? So telus.com slash dark web is a simple way to go find out. 
Um, another really simple thing is public Wi-Fi. Public Wi-Fi is an amazing service and, and it's wonderful, but with it's it's not secure, right? So you need to take steps to actually protect yourself. And using a VPN acts as a cloak so that when you have the VPN on, it protects your online privacy, allowing you to shop or bank or chat safely um, with bank grade encryption so that the, the cyber criminals can't see. Using public Wi-Fi without it is dangerous. So the bottom line is if you don't have a VPN, don't use public Wi-Fi and share um, share information. Like, just don't. Uh, but really encourage you to use a VPN. We use them all day long in our business lives, and then we go into our personal lives and often forget about it. Um, making sure your network is, is protected with encryption. So do you have passwords onto your routers, et cetera? Really, really important. Um, a, a super simple piece as well is, is verifying the authenticity of emails and messages, right? So phishing scams, fear phishing is even more targeted. They use fake emails that are really carefully done to, to try to get you to give information. And more often than not, victims click on the links in these emails and they're taken to fake websites where they actually willingly give up their information. And we need to not do that. So you have to look for the simple things like poor grammar or inconsistencies, but cyber criminals are getting smarter. So one of the simplest things to do is to click on the email address and make sure it is from a legitimate account. And, and if it feels off, it probably is. So always trust your gut. Be wary of everything. Uh, one of the statistics that Microsoft had shared is 91% of cyber attacks happen through email because it's the humans that make the mistakes. And then lastly, locking down your privacy settings on social media. Be careful who you let in. And, and if you can, monitor your financial accounts, right? You need, the one thing to understand about cybersecurity is your your information can be compromised and be bought and sold on the dark web and a different person then takes it and uses it to commit identity theft. And what they're trying to do is not just access your accounts that you have, they're actually trying to use your identity to open new accounts so you'll never know about it. So it's really important that you actually monitor your credit so that you can actually see when something is happening because um, that, that credit check is one of the first signs. If it's not you, that something else is happening. And the consequences to individuals and businesses are super significant of you know, having your bank accounts, having credit cards opened in your name. You know, you know, we'll talk more about the credit piece, but you know, maintaining your credit is critical. Wow, that's a very comprehensive uh, cyber awareness uh, teaching there. And I, I was going to recap it, but you listed so many, maybe what we'll do is just put it in the show notes today, but awesome, Absolutely. awesome tip. Why is it important for uh, small business owners to not only protect their business, but protect their own personal identities as well? It's a great question. Um, you know, at the beginning, I talked more about stats from an individual perspective, but businesses have seen much of the same trends. Um, in 2021, 85.7% of Canadian businesses or Canadian organizations have experienced at least one cyber attack within a 12-month period. And we saw in 2020, ransomware attacks increased by 150%. And in many cases, they're targeting small businesses because they don't have suitable systems in place. So when you go back to that credit piece that I was, was kind of talking about, small business owners need to think about protecting themselves 
um, and identity theft, because quite often their, their business financing is tied to their personal credit history. So business loans are hard enough to get, you know, uh, even with strong credit history. Um, and they're critical to launching your business or expanding or, you know, getting new inventory, et cetera. But if your credit reports are impacted by um, fraudulent activity, so if you're if you're um, if you have experienced cybercrime, it can crush your credit store, which basically makes it impossible for you to get um, additional additional capital or money. So the fraudster would apply for a new credit. They max out a credit card. And then, of course, they don't pay. They never had any intention of paying. And so that hits you know that the, the lack of payment hits your credit score every time they do a credit inquiry or try to, you know credit if they're trying to open accounts it takes points off your credit score and and the worst case scenario when they fail to pay it's it's devastating so understanding what's happening with your credit is critical um, we do include credit monitoring as part of uh, a feature of TELUS Online Security. Um, we actually proactively monitor all your files with the, the one or two leading bureaus, and we'll notify you. Um, but you don't like it's it's important to to even if you don't have a service like TELUS Online Security where we do it for you, you need to take time to go understand this. Um, and the other piece that I think is important is understanding how we've changed our working habits post pandemic. You know, we're seeing way more employees working remotely. We are allowing um, employees to, to take advantage of this. And so they're also using their own devices. Um, a recent survey that uh, Norton had done had actually said 70% of businesses are allowing employees to use personal devices for work-related activities. But the flip side is only 30% had BYOD, bring your own device policies to keep them safe. So if you or your employees are using personal devices unchecked without the proper security requirements, it can actually be a huge risk for you. And, and often we see small businesses targeted by cyber criminals because hmm. they, they have, you know, they don't have the same level of security, um, security uh, services as a larger enterprise. So it's it's an easier an easier hit. So it's really important that you, um, you you actually monitor your credit so that you're protecting yourself, but you also think about the device security and just in general security elements for for the employees. So if you're working remotely, using that VPN, using that password manager, having that device security, all those elements are really really important. This has been just almost like a mini masterclass. <laughs> this is just yeah, absolutely wonderful. We're we are high, high value per minute. Yes, awesome. yeah, no, this is amazing stuff. Uh, we are running low on time, so we have time for, for one last question. Um, I'm wondering if you can just dive a bit deeper, um, uh, or at least give some quick examples of uh, fraud trends that you're seeing, uh, at least through a Canadian lens, for uh, small business owners and consumers, and what what does the fraud landscape look like right now? Absolutely. The, the one thing I'd say, it's it's not like there's necessarily um, crazy new things happening. It's the, the sophistication of the of the different threats are, are increasing. So digital skimming is one. And this is where an e-commerce website is attacked by a cyber criminal using malicious code. And what it does is it targets the checkout pages to steal the information. So skimming, you think about that, you're skimming the surface, you're skimming the, the consumer payment account information, and they instead send that data to a domain under their control. And, and there's vulnerabilities, there's also lots of solutions. So I'm not gonna get into solutions for these today, but digital skimming is something that businesses need to pay attention to, and it's e-commerce websites are particularly vulnerable. 
Uh, the second is an oldie but a goodie, phishing scams. Um, the easiest ways for fraudsters to steal login credentials or personal information is is through fraudulent emails that that make that you think are coming from a reliable source. Um, these emails contain a malicious file or script that actually gives them access to the device or the network to gain control of the information. And as I mentioned, 91% of cyber attacks actually happen through email because we make mistakes. Um, spear phishing is a target attack on a company or an individual. Whaling, it's not kind of an interesting, uh, interesting name. It's on a specific senior executive within a specific organization. Vishing is a phishing attack over phone or smishing is a phishing attack over text message. So lots of different pieces under the phishing bucket. Ransomware, we've been hearing a lot more about ransomware, um, and it's a type of malware or extortion software, which denies a user access to their system or their data with a threat. If we don't pay, they're going to publish or delete or sell the information. And ransomware attacks can be devastating to businesses because they're, they are unable to operate. They can't access their client information, maybe their shipping. It depends on the kind of operation you are, but it actually shuts down all operations. And um, in many cases, the organizations have had to pay really large sums of money, usually in cryptocurrency, um, to, to the ransomware attackers to get their data back. And the last one I was going to highlight was payment account enumeration. So it's a crime in which automated software is actually used to guess and steal payment information. So they have a little bit of information and they they test different accounts to see uh, to get to validate the payment account information using automated scripts or software. So it's it's quite um, tricky. Um, and it's, again, most common in e-commerce enabled websites where they can submit automated transaction attempts. So they just keep trying until they get one that hits. So that's only a small, small sample. But there's there's certainly the trends of sophistication are increasing. Lee, we, we've enjoyed every minute of this conversation. I know um, our listeners and viewers are just uh, just that much wiser for, for the information that you shared. And we definitely appreciate the the practicality and, and, and the elegance which, which you shared it. it definitely made it much more understandable, especially taking a scary subject, you know, like, like online security and, and, and breaking it down in such a uh, easy to understand and, and intuitive way. So th thank you again for joining us on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. That was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. The bottom line for me is cybersecurity protection is about layers. So be sure to, to add those layers, whether you buy TELUS Online Security, where we have done it in layers, um, or you cobble it together on your own, but making sure that you are taking the steps to both pay attention to what's happening and stay safer is key. Thank you so much, Lee. What wonderful final words to, to end today's episode on. Thank you again, Lee, and uh, Christian and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. That was an extremely thorough uh, uh, episode. Like, I mean, I was very, very appreciative of how Lee just broke down each thing and you know, gave um, not just a level of detail, but a level of practicality as well. Uh, I think anyone listening or watching would be able to have actionable takeaways. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what one of your key takeaways uh, were. I really, there's nothing that I can really add, Dom. I just think uh, when I when I observe her talking, Lee um, was very much in it for the right reasons. It wasn't just necessarily to promote the the, the mm. Telus solutions, although that's certainly there and that's certainly comprehensive and powerful. She just wants uh, others to do the right thing and protect themselves online. So that that to me was very clear 
her her character and her heart for people. Uh, absolutely, as the old saying goes, a rising tide lifts all ships. So you know that we were. Uh, uh, it was great information that we provided, and um, you know, I certainly would recommend to our listeners and viewers do do uh, take uh, her up on the on the uh, free dark web scan. Definitely. There, you'd be uh, interested to see what what uh, what your name pops up there when you uh, do a dark web scan. I'm sure our producer Mike will be doing one shortly <laughs> uh, to see what what uh, pops up in, in, under his name. But uh, thank you again to Lee for joining us today, and uh, uh, we're always very grateful to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. If you did happen to miss a previous episode, uh, do check out old episodes on your preferred podcasting platform, uh, or you can watch them on the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page. Until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again sometime in the near future on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast.